Why do we need animal spirits? So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about why I think we need animal spirits in our lives right now. So when I say we, I mean those of us who are not inside of an indigenous community at the present time. Um, so no matter what our background uh, is, when, when, you, when I say we, mostly um, in the media or in various, um, you know, books and things that you hear here and there, I think that people are being misled by thinking that most of us, if not all of us, don't have the ability to have the same kinds of kinship with the animal spirits, for example, as indigenous people do. Um, and that, I mean as an indigenous people currently. Um, it just takes a road map and a lot of practice. Um, it's not simple, but that's if you had to boil it down to its basic essence, that's what you're doing. So this is where my upcoming class, Getting to Know Your Animal Spirit Family, can help. For example, today, I just want to bring up, um, I'm going to speak about, and I'm mostly referring to, uh, let's say, the misconception that the British Isles and Europe as a whole, uh, I think it needs to be addressed that people from the British Isles and Europe um, have living in their ancestral memories an ability to have a harmonious kinship with all life and all forms of consciousness. Um, this way of life is not exclusive to what we now call indigenous societies. And I think this needs to be brought up because there's a lot of material out there on the on the internet and in the media and in books that and just general thought patterns that you know uh, because of colonialism that uh, people from Europe are incapable of re remembering I guess you should say reliving and remembering their kinship with all life now, indigenous peoples that are currently living today, they have their own road map. That's just an expression I'm using for today. They have their own rituals. They have their own ceremonies that's been intact for some, say, thousands of years. And it's mostly Earth-based wisdom. And that's why we look to it. Um, some people, when I say we, people who aren't in indigenous societies aren't native to their land that they live on, it's fine to look to that for a roadmap, let's say. But at some point you're going to have to acknowledge the fact that if you are a person, and it doesn't matter what, um, what shall I say, background you're from, if you are outside of an indigenous society, you could be uh, from any number of different kinds of backgrounds. <clears throat> so the way society is today, I believe, and I'm, I'm sure many of you would agree, is severely out of balance <clears throat> with, um, with the planet Earth. So society, meaning people in society, are out of balance with planet Earth. 
At one point in time, we humans used to have a kinship, as I mentioned earlier, with non-human spirits that also benefited us in our everyday lives. <clears throat> so on a practical level, um, the hunter, of course, would benefit from his or her uh, non-human kinship consciousness and they use that in their own practical hunting uh, lives. That wasn't the only way they used it. It's just probably the easiest way for us to think about it in terms of, you know, tangible results. So I mentioned animism, and just to clarify what I'm talking about when I say animism, basically, and in a nutshell, it's the belief and practice that everything has a spirit um, and that's kind of the bare, bare essence of it. But, but it's also something that a, a way of life that you can, that you can maintain, in your everyday life to help you live more in harmony with your land. With uh, when I say your land, I mean the land you live on. So one of the recurring themes behind why I look to the essence of past, ancient cultures is to glean the wisdom that is timeless and necessary in today's culture. So it's kind of like a time travel thing where you go back to a certain time or maybe a certain pattern of times where certain practices like we like I've mentioned uh, were utilized that are very beneficial and perhaps we need them even more than we than we can imagine right now. And there's a lot of people out there doing this kind of work right now. So I'm not the only one doing it. However, I would like to speak to how I uh, encounter and engage with animism. And in this case, animal spirits. Animism meaning animus spirit and animal spirits are different. They're two different things, but I can get into that on a different podcast. But anyway, coming back to our present day, um, for example, the nagging emptiness that sometimes manifests in people um, as addiction, let's say, you know, that's a pretty prominent problem um, for a lot of people, including, you know, my family as well over the years, uh, family history of that, or depression, um, which... I think whether or not you have ever suffered from it, I mean, you can't deny that collectively as a society, um, depression is a problem. And I think there's a reason for that. It's not always just the individual. Um, but I believe that things like addiction and depression could be mitigated if we collectively, as a whole, as people on here, here on this planet Earth, respectfully maintained an animistic relationship, which I'm talking about today. For example, in the past, animals were with our ancient ancestors um, as protectors, companions, and communicators, not just for the spiritual leaders, as we might imagine, but for everyone. Um, that was just a little... Thing that I learned 
just basically um, after spending some time uh, in various states of consciousness uh, which I'll talk more about later as well but you don't have to be interested in shamanism to, to benefit from what I'm talking about so some of you might be like well I'm not really into shamanism you know I'm and that's not my thing that's okay uh, you don't have to be um, the people who are interested in shamanism is this is very beneficial for that work but I think this kind of kinship with animal spirits is something everybody no matter what your interests are um, can benefit from you just have to recognize that something huge collectively is missing in our society I think that's the one thing that you have to be looking for like a, not one solution but maybe one of many solutions that could help with that problem because I don't think that there's one answer to that to that problem obviously so taking the first step is to recognize consciousness outside of the human sphere so recognizing that you know we're we are humans but we've been taught more recently especially over the last at least 500 years 600 years perhaps longer that we are the center of all human life and that our consciousness is dominant over everyone else's and the first step is recognizing that that is not totally accurate um, and it's also very misleading um, getting to know your animal spirit family class will help you to do this in a gentle way if you're having a hard time kind of getting out of that kind of mindset because a lot of people, there's a lot of articles, uh, very well written articles and research that you can look up talking about different kinds of consciousness. But sometimes, you know, if you sit down and think about it, think about how much time has been spent by various different institutions and groups of people over the last five, six, seven hundred years or more, you know, that's a long time, you know, to just snap out of some a way of thinking. So I'm hoping that um, this class that I'm going to mention again at the end here will perhaps start with that start start you on your your journey with that so more specifically about animal spirits it's not always you know sometimes when people think about animal spirits they think oh I want to be king of the jungle or you know I have to want this really impressive animal in real life to be my animal spirit it's not always the size or sometimes it's you know it can be something as small as a dragonfly or or a squirrel you know where I grew up um, I don't live there now but where I grew up in the Northeast there was a lot of squirrels everywhere and squirrels are also pretty prevalent where I live now so you know people kind of forget that things that you see animals that you see every day I should say animal beings they're not really things are they um, you know, something that's kind of commonplace in your life could be something quite special on a spiritual level. And plus, diversity is needed anyway, because, you know, if everybody's using the same king of the jungle animal spirit, you know, that kind of, on a collective level, kind of drains out the, uh, you know, we can't all be using the same spirit all the time. So, 
Getting to know your animal spirit family is an upcoming one-hour class which will include a guided shamanic journey to meet your personal animal spirit so you can experience what this is what this feels like for you. Uh, you'll also receive a 20 plus page PDF booklet with journal prompts, uh, some frequently asked questions that I've gotten over the years, as well as uh, a written form of the class. And you'll also be able to ask me questions in the Facebook group where the uh, video to the class will be once, uh, once it's done. There'll be a dedicated Facebook group. But this will be a live uh, Zoom class that I will be conducting. The details are forthcoming um, as far as the exact date uh, and time. But I encourage you to sign up. Uh, you, I'll put some details in the description here for the podcast. You can go to my link tree, which is www.linktr.ee forward slash now moment journey, the name of this podcast, N-O-W-M-O-M-E-N-T-J-O-U-R-N-E-Y. And that's in the description below as well. I also wanted to mention that I have a Patreon called Shamanic Earth Medicine, which I co-founded with Marissa Lovett, and we've been going pretty strong for about three years now with this Patreon, and both of us teach about topics as varied as animism, like I talked about today, shamanic journeying, sather, heathenry. Uh, sacred tobacco, plant spirit uh, wisdom, and plant spirit uh, medicine. And tomorrow, July 28th, 2022, Thursday, at 12 p.m. Eastern, I will demonstrate um, how I work with sacred, toba sacred tobacco and uh, weather, uh, in a respectful way, of course. Um, weather working is kind of a nebulous and, shall I say, difficult topic to talk about sometimes, and sacred tobacco certainly is as well. Uh, but I, I'm going to talk about various prayers that I do with sacred tobacco in a respectful way, of course. That's the key. We talk about that a lot in the Patreon. And so if that's something you'd like to, or those topics sound interesting to you, you can join us uh, for as little as a dollar a month. We have varying levels of uh, patron uh, subscribers. We have um, the dollar per month level, which guarantees you at least one video per month, sometimes two, because there is two of us. And so you're actually getting a two-for-one type price when you get you know get this patreon subscription we have more benefits for the five dollar per month level which is uh, something where at that level you get the videos as well as um, you get to participate in an online zoom ceremony every month with either myself or Marissa for example last month um, I did the candle healing ceremony which we will do again and that's one where I dedicate a candle, a healing candle, to each person at that subscriber level. And I even talk about the process, how that works, and 
so that you guys can, you know, eventually do your own candle ceremonies as well. And then the $15 per month uh, subscriber level has a variety of, uh, has all the things I mentioned before, the, you get the online ceremonies, the videos, uh, plus you also get to ask one of us an intuitive reading question uh, where we can ask our helping spirits a question on your behalf, plus you do get additional access to more classes uh, at a deep discount rate. And I would encourage you to just check out the description in this episode um, for my YouTube channel uh, and Linktree and other social media channels for free content. Um, my YouTube channel has a lot of um, instructional videos on it about a variety of topics. I've got some stuff on there about Ellen the Reindeer Goddess. I've got something on there about um, the bear spirit uh, that was done during last year's solstice. Um, so those are more animal spirit related things, which I think is in line with what we've been talking about today. And there's also a variety of other topics on, on my YouTube channel. So if you like that, please subscribe as well. And until our next episode, I wish you well and blessings.